I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. On this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, I have the honor of interviewing Jenna Kutcher all about her new book and process of writing it, How Are You Really? If you haven't heard of Jenna, she is the creator and host of the top-rated Gold Digger podcast and has helped thousands redefine success and chase bold dreams through her decade-long work as a leading online personality educator. And now in her book, How Are You Really?, she talks about forgetting the hustle and forgetting the mandatory 5 a.m. wake-up and forgetting outlining your life plan in six months, one year, and five years, and really talking about the cultural shift that we're living as we reframe our perspective around the purpose of work and what work-life balance means, which you know we are super passionate about on this show. This is a super real and raw interview where we really go behind the scenes of how the book was created and why she created a book that was so vulnerable about her, her life, and some of the things that she has experienced. How Are You Really is the guidebook to enjoying being alive and not merely suffering through it. It's like the owner's manual to owning a life rather than the other way around. And it's chalked full of soul unlocking guidance to lead you forward in a way that moves you closer to your heartbeat, your people, and a dang good life that awaits you. This is such a motivating episode. And I think it's so vulnerable in a way that you all can probably relate to because on the day that we recorded this podcast, I actually had a horrible cold. And during the interview, you could actually hear my voice go in and out. And I was like, oh, I should really re-record this. I really should do it. But I'm not because there's vulnerability in sharing your real stories. And we can give advice all day, but tying it into your own messy learning experiences is a whole different thing. And I know that's what you're going to hear from Jenna and I's conversation and inside her book. And it's not just looking at here's what I do over and over and over again. We're sharing the process of here's how I learned my lessons and here's real life and that's okay. So I'm so excited for you to get to learn from Jenna and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. Hi Jenna, welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. I feel like this is a dream come true. I think you're one of the reasons this podcast exists. So it's just such an honor to have you. But today we're celebrating you and your brand new book. And so I want to jump right in. Like we're not going to waste any time. The book is very vulnerable. And I know for me personally, when I was reading through it, you talked at the beginning about this golden handcuff theory. Yes. And it resonated so much with me personally because I just left my corporate job five months ago. So we are like, I, you said windowless office. And I'm like, it's like I'm sitting at the coffee table, like having a conversation yes. with you. So I'm so curious. 
When you started writing the book, why did you decide to be so open and vulnerable about some of your personal sides and maybe a little less business? Yeah. You know, it's so funny, Holly, is one of my greatest fears in writing a book was that people would think that I didn't have more stories to tell. Because when you think about it, I've literally been blogging for a decade. I have 500 episodes on the show. And so I was so worried that people were going to be like, oh, is this just a regurgitation of the same stuff she shared? But it's actually really interesting because as public as I am and as public as my life is, I am a very private person. And I just hold a lot of things like really close to my heart. And so for me, writing has always been that outlet, but it's so easy. And I'm sure you're going to experience this too, is like five years from now, you're going to go back to that office feeling and that feeling of like feeling stuck or trapped or like so out of alignment with what you wanted for your life. And so the vulnerability thing is way too easy for me. It's shocking. I don't have more vulnerability hangovers on a daily basis, but I think it's just because a lot of times the things that we're worried about or struggling with are the things that we want to keep hidden where, when in reality, those are like the things that could connect us the most with other people that are also experiencing those things. Yeah. I love that answer. And I think if you're listening, you're probably like, oh my gosh, I could never be that vulnerable. Cause I wrote a note, like one yeah. of the chapters was like, I'm standing, I'm sitting in the dentist flat or brushing my teeth. And the dentist is like, did you really floss? And I'm like, oh my God, I always feel like when I'm at the dentist, like they know, they just know. And, and so it's, it's just so open and honest. And so I'm just curious if you have any tips for anyone who has a business or is wanting to write a book or just put themselves out there. Like, how do you get comfortable with the vulnerability side. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. I always ask myself, like if I were flying on an airplane, would I tell the person next to me (laughs) this story? And that's always like such a good test for me because I can often be an overshare in, in situations where I feel comfortable enough to share things. Um, but a lot of times, and I've had so many different airline conversations, it's crazy where I'm like, I was recently sitting with a woman who was from Canada and we just like, we're talking about everything. And, um, and so for me, it's like, once you feel comfortable and safe to start sharing, but I would also say too, um, I recently shared a story about motherhood and I was just in a challenging day and I was like, I'm probably going to delete this, but I just wanted to share like, this is the other side of it. And I got so many people that were like, please don't delete this. This is so refreshing. And so my advice would be that a lot of times we want to show up when everything is perfect and pretty and flawless and all these things. But a lot of times that's not relatable. And a lot of times that actually repels people because they feel like they aren't equipped enough to like be in your sphere of influence. And so I would just say, do baby steps of what you feel comfortable and then also establish what is the difference between a wound and a scar? A wound is something that you are still proud processing that you still require help on, that you are still kind of in that healing phase. A scar is something that you've maybe already overcome. And you can kind of look back and say, this is what I did, or this is how I processed this, or this is how I worked through that. And I feel like that's a less vulnerable place while you're still sharing the real. Oh, I love the wound and scar analogy. Okay. So you mentioned motherhood for just a minute, which I know is a huge sort of just portion of you and your life and your business. So I'm curious because we love like tactical tips on this podcast. When you were writing your book, is there anything like, how did you write that while I think you were pregnant while you wrote it? You obviously had Coco who was very young, like any tips of like, just how to get the big thing done while you've got a lot going on. 
Yes. I love this. So for me, every single time I've ever pivoted or started something new, it's always started as a side hustle. I've never just like abandoned everything that's been working to go all in. And so the other piece that motherhood has really taught me is I used to be so black and white when it came to things like boundaries and time and like all these things, which I love all of those things, but motherhood requires a different level of flexibility specifically as an entrepreneur. So when I finally decided I was going to write the book. A lot of times my writing would happen after I put Coco to bed while Drew was making dinner. So it was like stealing these like 20 minute, 30 minute windows of time where it wasn't necessarily taking away from my life. We always call it net time where it's like no extra time. It's not taking extra time. Drew's right in the kitchen right next to me. I was literally sitting in this leather chair at her lake house. Um, And so I would always kind of write in different pockets like that. And for me, it was never, there's certain writers where they're like, I'm going to go away for a week and like hammer it out at a cabin in the woods. And mine was just slow and steady and gradual. And that works really well for me. So I think establish which person you are. Are you like the all in rent a cabin in the woods for a week? Or are you like the little by little? And for me, I am always the little by little. And I just had to find that extra time that I could throw it into because I wasn't going to abandon everything else that I was doing. Yeah. I love that. I have to say renting a cabin in the woods sounds pretty amazing, but like I have twin, I have twins who are eight and like, it just, it doesn't happen. Like it will not happen. I think you have to just ditch like, okay, I'm going to do this every day at 7am, but that's, that's really not realistic. At least in the world that I live in. Same, same. People are like, what is your morning routine? And I'm like, sleep until the monitor tells me it's time to get up. (laughs) That was one of my questions. So that's, I'm glad that you answered it. Okay. So we actually did a poll with some of our listeners before this interview. And one of the questions was, I know one of your strategies that you teach is breadcrumbing and like sharing behind the scenes of the process, but the book was kind of a secret. I mean, it's not now, but why did you decide to keep the writing process a secret? Oh, Holly, this is a great, you are a great question asker. (laughs) I Um, did my research. Yes. Okay. So breadcrumbing essentially is just hinting at what is to come and kind of letting people in on the process. And usually that is my like go-to. However, for so many years, I said I would never write a book. And I was so sure about that, that when I decided to do it, I wanted to make sure that I was doing it just for myself, that if nobody read it, if it never got a single review, if it never had a published deal or anything like that. I wanted to make sure that I was doing it for the right reasons. And so I even wrote the book before I had a book deal or an agent or anything, because to me, it was like, I wanted to write words that tell not words that sell. There's a very big Mm -hmm. difference to me. And it was also to protect my creativity because anytime a deadline or money gets involved in any project, I feel like it is a creative squasher. Like it just squashes down all of your good juices. So for me, I decided to keep it super close. Like I didn't even tell my mom and sister for months because I was one kind of like, am I actually going to follow through on this? I don't want to rope myself in if it's not the right fit, but two, I wanted to just do it for myself. And for so long, I've done such public work that I was like, I want to just do it just because I'm really curious about it and I want to give it a shot. So it was honestly the first time probably in a decade, Holly, that I wasn't like, Hey, I'm doing this thing. It was just like, nobody knows. And it kind of feels exciting that that's and it's so interesting because I think people know you pour the bread from me. And I had yes. like probably five or six people ask me that question. Like, why didn't you share it? We didn't know it was coming. <laughs> the other piece of it though, too, that I think people forget about is like, the book process is like two years long, like literally from when I started it till when it comes out, it's going to be almost two years. 
And I knew that I wanted to have the right amount of energy and stamina to share mm-hmm. about it. And so I was like, I can do six months of like really sharing and letting people in, but two years talking about the same thing, it could get old really fast. So I was also protecting like my marketing stamina. Yeah. I love that. Do you think that process brought you more joy to actually creating something? So that's another thing I think is really important is like actually yes. really loving what you're doing. A hundred percent. And what's so fascinating, and this happens in so many different jobs, there's the creative portion. And then there's the marketing portion. The writing part was so different than like the marketing and launching part to me. And my brain could not mix and mingle those two. I had to like, literally be like, creative Jenna is here and like strategist Jenna is here. And so that was also a reason behind that. And I've loved both aspects of it, but they're both super different, like really, really different. Yeah. So cool. Okay. So next question, did you imagine yourself five years ago that you would be in the position that you are? And what would you tell somebody that's starting right now? Yeah. Well, I'm so excited for you on your journey because like you're five months in, but imagine what it'll be like five years from now. Um, no. So just a couple of days ago, Drew and I took the girls, we bought some land and we're going to be building a home on it. And I literally, we were standing by the stream and I like got so emotional. Like it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks where it was like, I feel so in alignment. And these are things that I never even imagined, like bigger than I ever dreamed. And it was like such a simple moment, right? Like it wasn't like a moment on stage or a moment, like it was just like us with two healthy kids throwing sticks in a stream and cheering when they went through the culvert. Like it was just this beautiful moment. And I think that a lot of times we get so caught up in things like five-year plans and, and all these things. And I think visions like that are beautiful and necessary, but I also think we forget in the pursuit how something should feel. It's like, we're so focused on like, here's what it's going to look like, or here's how I'm going to present it, or here's what the world is going to perceive it as. But for me, it's like when I have followed what something should feel like, when I arrive to it, it is so obvious that I'm there that like, that's when Drew catches me and Coco calls him happy tears because it's like, this just feels so good. So I would say that anyone that's at that starting line, first off, give yourself so much credit because I feel like when you make a big leap like that, oftentimes you feel like you are the risk, but there's a line in the book that says, remember, you are not the risk. You are the investment and you investing in your dreams is something you will never, ever regret. But I would also just say too, have those visions, but be willing to start working towards them. So like, what is the smallest bit of work that you can do to get one step closer? And then once you are there, really relish in how it feels. So even if it's something small, pay attention to how you feel in your day-to-day life and how you're feeling in the work that you're doing so that you continue to stay in alignment as you work through those things. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Thank you so much. One of the things that we do love to do at the end of every episode is just to get to know our guests a little bit better. You kind of mentioned your morning routine. So I would just love to know, like, how has it evolved and like, what does it look like right now? Yes. Okay. So the funniest part about writing a book was that I knew that I would be contradicting myself as in, I am a human being on the human experience and I am always changing and evolving. And so that was part of the challenge of writing a book, but also the joy of it. So even in the book, I'm like, 
I don't have a morning routine, but <laughs> I'm actually getting there. And it's actually really funny because my word of the year this year was vibrant because I knew that launching a book and kind of being out there in this way was going to require a different level of energy. And so I have been doing things like red light therapy, which is super weird. If oh, I love that. It. Yes. And so every morning when Drew leaves the house with Coco, I put Quinn down for a nap. I'll go sit in front of a red light, do meditation for like 10 minutes. It's nothing long. It's nothing fancy. Um, but I've been doing that and just kind of slowing down a little bit more and investing more in my health so that I have the energy that it takes to get the word out about the work that I've been doing. And it's been transformative because I think in the past I was like, I don't have time for my health, but now I'm like, I don't have time to not have energy. And so that switch of it has really changed how I approach things, even like a morning routine. Yeah. I love that. And I always say it's so interesting. Like I'm a big strategist. I have a 22 year corporate strategy background. I love it. But sometimes it's that white space and that wellness that like it takes you even further. And it's like, you don't expect it to do that. Always. And I feel like every time I've given myself that white space and that like room, that's when I've had enough space and capacity to dream of what's next. And it's like, we're so busy. We never do that. So I love that. I think that's so good, Holly. So good. Okay. Just for fun. What's your current favorite beverage? Ooh. Okay. So I'm drinking it right now. So this is in my, um, cocoa sticker created. So cute. Um, so we bought an espresso when COVID hit because I wanted to learn how to make a latte. I still can't do the latte art. (laughs) Um, but I also just found this interesting milk that is, um, cashew milk and almond milk with pea protein. So there's 10 grams of protein in it. And I put in a little bulletproof powder. So I'm basically like you untouchable when I have it in the morning. It's so good. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Okay. Last but not least, what was your last Amazon purchase? Oh my Lord. Oh (laughs) shoot. You're going to get me. Um, oh, okay. I, my sister is having her first baby and I just ordered her a travel crib that they can bring on their adventures because they love to travel just like we do. And so it came in this massive box and Drew was like, what did you order? And I was like, don't worry, it's not for us. Um, and so I got to bring it to her shower yesterday. Oh my goodness. So fun. Thank you so much, Jenna. This is just so amazing. And just a little peek into all the awesomeness that you offer. I know everyone can grab the book from our show notes, but anything else you want to share about the book or where you can buy it? Any other tips? I hope that everyone gets their hands on it. It is something that is such a different side of me and it's my most proud project to date. I keep saying that it is not my life's work, but it is the most important work in my life right now. And I just want to get it out to the world. And I'm just so grateful to people like you, Holly, one for like inspiring me and being a part of my community. Um, but two, showing up in the way that you are, I think it's just such an amazing reflection of what's possible when you follow your gut and start to pursue your dreams. So for all of your listeners, they are in for such a treat being a part of your audience. And thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much. So wasn't that interview just like having coffee with Jenna? I had to pop in at the end and just share how awesome it was to just have a real conversation with somebody that I personally have looked up to for such a long time. But I also think there's vulnerability in sharing your real stories. And I say that because in the interview, and I mentioned this in the beginning, 
I completely lost my voice. And Jenna was such a pro, which you would expect, and like carried the conversation until I was able to get my voice back just a little bit. And if I'm being super honest, I was going to re-record pieces and parts of it. And I was like, no, that's the whole point because there is vulnerability in sharing real life and real stories. And we can give advice all day, but tying your own messy learning experiences to real life things that happen is a whole different thing. And I think it's just, it was almost like a very perfect moment because in the pages of Jenna's book, you're not just looking at, here's what I would do over and over again. And I think, you know, you can see in this podcast, like I very much try to share yes, here's what I would do, but also here's the real life process. And Jenna shares this as well. Like you're hearing the process and here's how I learned my lessons. So the conversation in this episode and within the pages of Jenna's book goes far beyond business lessons and even further past life lessons. And so these are life questions. And I would just pause for a minute and ask yourself, like, how can you be more vulnerable and how can you share your real stories so that your life experiences and our life experiences can continue to teach you and us over and over again? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It's just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. 
if I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you.